This is the Talking Property Podcast, brought to you by Rewed.com, the home of WA Real Estate. Thank you for listening to Talking Property, the show in which we discuss all aspects of real estate. Now, here is your host, Harvey Deegan, together with our expert commentators, Rob Druitt and Rod Bryan. Welcome to Talking Property, everybody. We've got a very, very special program for you on this occasion. We'll be heading off interstate, and there's a very good reason for that. But before we do, a very, very big welcome to, first of all, Rod Ryan. How are you doing, Rod? Yes, I'm doing quite well, Harvey. I must say, though, I have a lot of empathy for Chris and the people over there on the East Coast. It must be horrible. Indeed. Well, we're talking about Chris Harley. When we'll bring Chris into the conversation in just a moment. But welcome to the program, Miguel De Freitas. Thank you very much, Harvey. Nice to have you along as well. And as mentioned, we're heading into state and we're going to say good day to Chris Harley from North Coast Commercial, Ray White, Lismore. Welcome to the program. Thank you very much, Harvey. Pleasure to be here. Well, Chris, I mean, obviously you've had an enormous amount to deal with. I mean, obviously the whole property industry has been affected by COVID and so forth over a two-year period, but you've had incredible floods, not only in New South Wales, but in Queensland as well. They've been devastating, of course. We're going to try and focus a little bit, I think, on Lismore in northern New South Wales. You've got a close connection to Lismore, Chris. Yes, Harvey. I'm a Lismore boy, born and bred, and obviously have a Ray White franchise there and also a North Commercial business, North Coast Commercial Real Estate. So we've been heavily impacted by the flood. Our office has been, we've had about probably three metres of water through it. Sure. But... You know, the whole town, the level of the flooding this time was 2.2 metres above any record before, which was almost biblical (laughs) in water levels. Chris, we'll get on to the impact that it's had on you and your colleagues in the industry in just a little while. But as far as the community is concerned, what's the extent of the damage in dollar terms? Has that been worked out? No, that will take some time, but it will be very, very substantial. It is, as I said, the flooding has expanded into areas never seen flooding before. We don't have data currently in the dollar terms or even exactly the amount of properties that have been affected. Well, that will come in the fullness of time, of course. I'll throw you over now to Rod and Miguel. They've got a million questions for you, I'm sure. So, Chris, as you said, it's, it's been very hard. It's all about survival at the moment. The lucky thing is there hasn't been a lot of deaths, but in relation to accommodation, there was a huge shortage of rental accommodation. What's this going to do to the market? Is it too early to say? Exactly. Prior to the flooding, we were already in a accommodation crisis <laughs> all over Lismore and the Northern Rivers. This is only, now with the amount of displaced people, this has only impacted much greater and it's going to be difficult to solve that quickly. On the, on the West Coast, we're having a bit of a, a building boom, in, in not just in the residential but commercial terms. Is that, is, was that the same prior to the floods over there? Absolutely. Yeah, the property market here um, definitely, you know, in the last 18 months, two years has been the strongest I've seen in my 31 years. Yeah. And shortage of materials, which ain't going to help in, in the rebuild, you would imagine. Exactly, yeah. All those all those same issues prior to the flood, you know, if you were trying to, you know, we had um, property houses looking to be built and they were delayed or, you know, prices were going up. 
um, and with the flooding, and, and as you mentioned, it's not just Lismore. It's happened from Brisbane, you know, down south of Lismore. The whole region has been affected. Um, that's, that presents another great challenge for people to recover from this disaster. Do you think Lismore can recover? Because it's, it's been a big hit and, you know, there was recent floods in 2017 and, and, you know, you've had, like you said, two lots of floods in such a short period of time. Is it going to recover? Well, look, I believe so. Lismore's flooded before and, as you said, we flooded in 17 and here we were only six weeks ago with a extremely strong CBD property market. Lismore's still the major service centre for the Northern Rivers. We've got the major hospitals, universities, education, that's that's going to be the driver. And going forward, I'd be confident to think that that's going to continue to be the reality of life. It's got to rebuild and go again. Rod Ryan, Chris, as far as the values going forward, do you see much impact on that? I would imagine you would. So in other words, if I owned a premises in the main street of Lismore, commercial premises, and I had at least, just say, for example, for $40,000 a year, what do you see happen there, both in the value of the actual building if the people decided they want to sell and also, you know, the occupancy, what's happening with leases. And there's just so many questions about property as to what the status is going to be going forward, I'd imagine. Yeah, right. Obviously, all that will play out over the coming months and next couple of years. Already, we've been having discussions with people about what is the get-out price. There's really yeah. not enough current activity to make a true call on that, but I know that the prices will substantially be affected. We were selling things strongly prior to the flood, but obviously, as I said, I'm sure there will be adjustment in price and market desire for the Lismore location. Yeah. Yeah, that's sad. I know it's probably a bit, again, these questions seem like it might be a bit too soon, but with the floods, are some of the properties still habitable or is it yet to be determined because of the recent floods that have happened? Is this in the CBD, the commercial properties? Well, yeah, in the, well, in the, in the greater area, in the greater area of Lismo as, as well as the CBD. There's still no not power to all the CBD. The majority of it still doesn't have power and there's other places that don't have power. There's definitely properties that have structural problems. The majority, I think, will be okay, but there's definitely going to be a, a proportion of them that will may not be recoverable. You've been in the business around the New South Wales North Coast and Lismore for a quarter of a century, Chris. That's a pretty good track record. Have there been more serious or equally serious situations that you've faced in that 25 years as what you're facing now? Obviously, we'll probably look back on this in the future and here now today I'd say no, I wouldn't think so. I mean, we've seen GFCs, we've seen COVID, we've seen floods. But there's no doubt that the level of this flood is way beyond anyone's expectation and the damage that it's caused is far greater than any other flood we've seen. On a personal level then, given the situation there, do you have listings at the moment? Are you opening any homes in the general area? I mean, probably right in the middle of the flood you wouldn't be. But are you actually still able to trade in one form or another? Well, luckily enough, our top level in our building didn't receive water in it, which is very, very lucky. It's one of few, and we now have power. And Lismore has suburbs, Ginelba, Lismore Heights, other suburbs that are flood-free, well and truly. And the reality of life is, strangely enough, that it's business as usual. You know, the guys have been selling a number of properties in the last three weeks. The first week was a little slow, obviously, because of even the second week. 
but they've been doing decent sales numbers in the last three and quite a few in the one early million to mid-million mark. Fantastic. So yeah. tell me this, Chris, for home opens, are people arriving by car or boat? <laughs> oh, Harvey. So we're lucky now that the water's gone. So, uh, But as I said, it's it's quite sort of surreal in a way that it's in those areas it's business as usual again. Well, that's encouraging. We're pleased to hear that. Chris, we do have to take a break, mate. I hope you can indulge us for just a couple of minutes and we'll be back very, very soon. Find your next home in WA the easy way with the Rewa.com app. Keep the WA property market in the palm of your hand. Download the Rewa.com app today from the App Store or Google Play. With the Rewa.com app, you can find your next home with all the latest properties right at your fingertips. Download the Rewa.com app today. The latest properties in WA are there, right at your fingertips. So find the local agent, the right local agent for you by using the Rewire.com app to search and compare real estate agents in WA. We here at Talking Property are very, very proud that Rewire.com are our major supporters. Welcome back to Talking Property and our very, very special guest on this edition is Chris Harley from Lismore in New South Wales. Of course, as we all know, you've been through the mill regarding floods and so forth and so on. Getting away from the business aspect per se, Chris, just for a moment or two, obviously so many people have been forced from their homes and everything else. What's been the community response? How have these people who've had to be evacuated, unable to go back to their homes, how has that been dealt with? Well, Harvey, I don't know if you've seen much on the news, but you've seen a lot of mobile homes come in, caravans, alternative short-term accommodation for people who are obviously in crisis. The community itself, you know, has has been outstanding. I mean, I don't know, even when you go back to the flooding day, you saw all the local people in their own boats saving people at the risk of their lives. But there's been little tent cities set up, various alternatives for people to get accommodation, and obviously, we've had people even within our own rental portfolios offering property to people for no rent. That aspect has been outstanding from my point of view. Fantastic. Yeah. The, the, you know, just the human kindness in such a, we talk about property, but the humanitarian issue here is much greater for what some of these people are going through, that's for sure. Chris, I don't know how, I've been fortunate I've never been through a situation like, you know, the fire and the flood and so on, but on the news, the terrific what we see. It also seems to be like not a great time to be a politician either because they seem to be sort of really copying it as well as far as, you know, the, the way that things were done or not done and so on. But the good thing, as you said, was that the community side of things seems to be rather magnificent, how they've sort of rallied together. With the real estate agents, we're all pretty resilient sort of people. And that's amazing that you've got your business back on track, just continuing along to sell properties. I find that just fantastic that you've been able to do that. So well done. But I just hope that Lismore can find its feet again and and just get on with it because it's a great part of the world, all that Northern Rivers section. So all the very best for you over there. And I just hope that you do get a lot of government support as well as the community support continues. And Yeah, well done with what you've been able to do. Thank you. And to all your clients, not just the landlords, but tenants, we feel for them all. And as you said, when everyone gets together, everyone helps and chips in and 
hopefully that'll help you guys to get over this horrific incident. No one had any control over horrible circumstances. No, no, no one's got any control over the rain, that's for sure. That's for sure. Obviously, looking at Miguel's area, commercial properties, I imagine that there have been some businesses that have been forced to close because of the floods. In a bizarre sort of way, does this provide opportunities for new people to create businesses going forward in the Lismore area? Well, that's what we've seen in the past. That's that's correct, because business, as we all know in real estate, one of the biggest challenges in real estate business is maintaining energy levels. And I think that's with all business. And obviously, these sort of events are a bit soul-destroying when they happen so close to each other when you think you're going back in there. But it does create opportunity for new business. Obviously, you know, discussions around rents are less than what they were before. And entrepreneurial people will think, you know what, I can go in there and have a go at that because I think I can make it work. I say yes, I would agree. That's what we've seen in the past and that's what I expect in the coming months. I was there over 20 years ago and there was a beautiful pub in the centre of town and it was full of Elvis memorabilia. I don't know if it's still there. Yeah, like I said, it was over 20 years ago. Is that pub still there? It is still there. I only sold it about a year ago. (laughs) (laughs) And it had the most wonderful memorabilia of Elvis, didn't it? And yes, it was damaged severely. In the last five. Terrible. Like it even had his driver's license from memory and his birth certificate, I think, or a copy of his birth certificate. But yeah, there was a lot of amazing one-off memorabilia in there. Chris, in a general sense, I mean, trying to put the floods aside for a moment, a bit difficult to do so, I know. But what is the median house price in Lismore and surrounding areas? Oh, it's a bit over 500000 for three bedrooms and six, a bit over 600000 for fours. Okay. And once again, the growth in Lismore has been, like most parts of the country, outstanding in the last two to three years. It's gone up, you know, 60% over that period. Jeez. And Chris, Rod Ryan again, just with the rural side of things, you may not have much to do with that, but I'd imagine there's been enormous effect on that side of things as well, wouldn't it? Just like, I mean... Oh, with the stocks absolutely. and stock of cattle and things, I could just imagine yeah. wiped out. Absolutely. Like I was talking to one gentleman that had, I think he lost 300 head of cattle. Oh. And once, oh. guys, look, honestly, I've got endless amounts of sad stories. It is absolutely catastrophic. But, you know, hopefully these people will can will see assistance and they can, can recover from this. It's going to be a challenge, but hopefully there will be government assistance and... Everyone will dig in and help each other out and move forward. Yeah, hopefully everyone goes there on holiday, so you, so get you know to help out, you know, chip in where they can as well. It's been amazing, like people from towns, tradesmen, groups. The amount of people that came and helped people out was very, very encouraging. But having said that, these people need that, and they're going to need it further going forward. Chris, I know that among your interests are fishing and camping. And that sort of thing. I don't know whether the floods have affected that at all, but just before we let you go, and we are nearly out of time, can you just paint a picture for people who might be interested in relocating to Lismore when things uh, settle down? What is the lifestyle like around that area? It's a great lifestyle. Wonderful climate, easy access to the beaches within 35 minutes, close to mountains as well. It's uh, only two hours to Brisbane. So it's a great lifestyle. And, and, it's, and that's why, you know, the, the property prices are continuing. We've seen a lot of people coming here from metropolitan areas. And Lismore, as I said, it's still the major service centre for the region. 
that's where the main employment is. So that's why, we've, as I said, the property prices have been strong. And I think it will still continue to recover over the coming years. Well, we certainly hope it does for you, Chris, because you deserve that. You're a very well-known identity in the area. You're a great act. You've been there for 25 years and you're highly respected. And we are very, very lucky to have had you on Talking Property. And we thank you very much for your time, Chris, and good luck for the future. Thank you very much. All the best. All the best, Chris. Well, one thing about Chris, boys, I think you'd have to agree, he's very, very positive, and that's the only way to be in situations like that. So he's been there for 25 years, as we said. He'll be there for another 25 with that attitude, I would have thought. Yeah, the, the resilience and the, the fact that everyone came together, yeah, is, is amazing. Like Rod said, we've never experienced anything like that. Hopefully we never do, but it would be very challenging Forget the business aspect, but just the, it, you know, that's that's real life. Yeah, what they've had to endure. Yeah, no one should. It's terrible. And they've done really well to get back on their feet. And as you said, business as usual, which I can't believe, but it's amazing. Harvey, I just couldn't imagine having three metres of water go through premises. And then, but look, we're human beings and we, if you get knocked over, you've got to get back up again. And one thing I'll say about real estate agents is that we've been doing that all our life. Chris sounds like a fantastic guy. And I think you'll find that He'd be leading the way a bit with helping a lot of other people. I can't really say I enjoyed the podcast because of the fact that I just felt sorry for the whole situation. But it's these are the sort of things that we all need to be aware of and that are real. So in that case, I did enjoy the podcast. But you know what I mean? It's a very sad situation yeah. for a lot of people. Indeed. Well, good on you, Rod. Thank you very much, mate. Thank you very much to you, Miguel DeFratis. And thanks to our wonderful producer in Grumpy, Steve Collins. And we will check in again with everybody very soon on our next edition of Talking Property. Talking Property can be heard on a number of podcasting platforms, including Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Anchor, and many more. Whatever podcast platform you prefer to ensure that you're notified of new episodes of Talking Property, just press the subscribe button. Thank you for listening to this podcast of Talking Property with Harvey Deegan, Rob Jewett, and Rod Ryan. 